What's going on, folks? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Super Review Show, where we're tonight's Christmas special is officially on the way. Bill, why don't you fill everyone in really quick? Well, what's going on, guys? You know what? We're giving you guys a Christmas present. You're getting a double dose of mixed bag this week. Whoa, Tonight, as you can see, is our Christmas special. And, and I just want to say to everyone, a very merry couple days early Christmas. A merry days or a happy days early Festivus. Oh, happy Festivus, everyone. Happy Festivus. A, a belated happy Hanukkah and an early happy Kwanzaa. A, a happy everything, whatever you celebrate. Um, happy Festivus. Happy Festivus. <laughs> so we're getting, you're getting a double dose of mixed bag this week. Tonight's our Christmas special. And tomorrow we are going to be talking about dun 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 Isn't that right, JT? Yeah, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to be talking nothing but Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, and all the Disney Plus announcements. And all, yeah, so, and tonight we're just going to, we're going to hang out, talk everything Christmas related, music, movies, specials, and we're going to answer the age-old question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We are going to answer that age-old question tonight. Is it or isn't it? Half the people are going to be... Satisfied with the answer, half are not going to be so satisfied. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. So don't worry. We, in the spirit of Christmas, tonight, we're not just doing this for us. We're also going to be giving it to, we're also going to be raising some money tonight, folks, aren't we, JT? Yes, I am currently, as we are live and not looking directly at the camera, I am currently uploading and updating our description of this video. For an after it's live, you can still donate. We are going to be donating. We're going to let you, the people of the world, donate money to help can people children with cancer meet college level athletes. May I explain this, please? One, yes, but I'm going to let Bill take it away here because he okay. So the I two do. charities we are we are raising money for, and listen, this isn't really going to be a food bank one. Even though we do encourage that, donate to those food banks. We still please encourage do. that, please. Any little bit house, okay. But the two one, the first one we are going to be doing is, of course, toy toys for tots, which helps underprivileged kids get Christmas presents. And I know it's been a rough year for all of us, so let's make a child smile. And the other charity we are going to be donating to is called Friends of Jacqueline. It is a organization that sets up that sets up college sports teams with with kids who have cancer. They do other things too, like they set one kid up with a parachute team from West Point, and they set this one kid up with a acapella group. So they do more than sports. They're it's mainly sports, but they're branching out. Um, it is a great organization. The um founders is a woman is a woman by the name of Jacqueline Murphy. Okay, first of all, no <laughs> relation, no relation to me, but um, I've <laughs> I've um she is um she herself is a cancer survivor. Wow. I've, um, I've actually had her on my podcast, by the way, sports and sanity podcast, check us out. But anyway, um, <laughs> got it. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, she's been on my podcast in June and we we're putting a link. If you want to see the interview and get a more vivid description. Um, so please, um, she is from the interview with her. She is, she is an absolute sweetheart. Her family is fantastic. Um, I had her mom as a teacher. They set this up. 
it's a great organization. Please. Any little bit helps. Links are in the description below. Links are just updated right now, Bill. Go to toysfortots.com or .org? Uh, .org. Okay. Org is organization. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I, I got, I've gotten that mixed up because one time on my podcast, we had this one guy on and it was for his foundation. And I just kept saying, go to .com, .com, .com. And my friends were like, .org, .org, .org. I'm like, okay, .org, go to .org. But anyway, um, yeah, go to links are in the description below toys of toys for tots.org and friends of Jacqueline.org. And please, I know financially, this is a rough time for everyone, but please, every little bit helps. It's very true. Everyone. Let's put some smiles on some kids faces. This Christmas. Let's make 2021 feel great too. What was that? Let's let's make 2020. Toysfortots.org and friends of Jacqueline. Sorry about that. Let's make Toys for Tots and everything else happen for our young kids to be happy and start next year on a positive note. Let's get to it, everyone. Because I know, folks, again, I know this has been a tough year, but you know what? Let's put some smiles on some kids' faces this year, shall we? Let's end this. I know this has been a shitty year, but you know what? Let's end it on a high note. Seriously. So like I said, everyone, the links are in the description of this video so you all can check it out right now. Start donating. I'm spreading the word. Bill is spreading the word. We're doing our best. And and we just want to tell you, in case this is raising some eyebrows and you're thinking, oh, God, these two schmucks are going to take the money and run out the back door with it. We are not. No. Every There's no third party. There's no third party. Every dime goes to toys for tots and friends of Jacqueline. None of it's going to us. We're not putting any of the money in our pocket. It, you click on the link, it goes right to the website. So we are not trying to take your money and run out the back door with it. And I'm going to reiterate exactly what he just said, but um, and we listen, YouTube doesn't get a cut of this. We don't, get a cut of it we are just doing this out of the goodness of how we are as people to make sure that these kids and, and these people have the right fundraising and we're just supporting a good cause so please just and like i said i know this i know so yeah so please check those out donate and let's and you know what and let's get some and you know what let's Let's get some kids a Merry Christmas this year. Let's seriously. I think we all could use a little Christmas cheer right now. We so, all could. I'm telling you. And you know what? I think that is a great segue into we're talking everything Christmas media related, aren't we? Woohoo! Stoked. So what should we start off with, my friend? Well, we're gonna save Die Hard for later, but that's okay. Yeah, we're saving that for later, folks, because that is the age-old question. It needs to be answered yes uh, will it ever be answered i don't know we might not answer tonight if we do sweden if you are watching you better give us the nobel prize if we answer that question you know because i was snubbed again this year i was snubbed again i better get, not get snubbed this year yeah but anyway um anyway um yeah, so what should we start off with, JT? I got to say, there's, I just want to say that there's some things that you mentioned, and I, they're just flat out funny. I love it. <laughs> what, like <laughs> me not getting the Nobel Prize again? Well, you know, things happen. And I also got snubbed for Times Person of the Year. Oh, my God. 
No. <laughs> Damn Why it, we this with a, this? And I only got one vote myself, but. <laughs> Why don't we start with this? Why don't we start with our, um, our, okay, so. I, I couldn't help, Bill, but notice one time you did indeed talk about on your personal channel, Movie Hogs Productions. Subscribe, subscribe, um, for, please. Yeah, for you talked about the uh, I don't know how to say it, the Raskin, uh, the Rankin Bass Christmas special. Yeah, why don't we get into those for a little bit, shall we? Absolutely. Yeah. So for last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. I'm sorry, um, man. Yeah, we'll talk about probably talk about that song later. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, the Rankin Bass specials. Um, yeah, I just last year was thinking, hmm, why don't I do something for Christmas? Like, if you've ever watched um Channel Awesome, you know Doug Walker and all of them. Um, oh yeah, they're great guys. Every December they do this thing called Disney December, in which he reviews a lot of the Disney movies. Yeah. Um, like, like one year he did all the two D, you know, like Snow White and Pinocchio and Beauty and the Beast and. JT's favorite, The Lion King. And he also, and one year he did like all the CGs and the Pixars, and then he does all the live action. Now he's just doing whatever. But anyway, um, I also, um, I'm thinking, hey, why don't I do that with the Rankin Bass? Because, you know, that's the thing we grew, a lot of us grew up watching that shit every Christmas. Yeah. So, I mean, why don't you go over which ones we, which ones are already there? Okay. Like, this is from last year. I've already reviewed all of them. Yeah, no, I mean, like, there's just, could you list them off? Because yeah. I know the year without a Santa Claus, like, I, you know, so. Okay, here are the ones I've reviewed. Um, I reviewed, in order, I reviewed Rudolph. Okay. Cricket on the Hearth. Okay. Which is one probably most people have never heard of. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Little Drummer Boy. Okay. Frosty. Of course. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yeah. Um, was the night before Christmas. Year without a Santa Claus. Yes, I like that one. Year without a Santa Claus. Um let's see what um story of the first Christmas snow. Okay. Um There's a lot that I never heard of. Yeah, I, I've never heard of most of these things in all honesty. Um yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I was trying to go from memory here, but um I got I got the list here. Um Okay. Um Story of the First Christmas Snow. Um Oh, okay. You know what? I You know what? I don't really have them in order. I just like have them by rank of which one I like the best to which one I like the worst. So You know what? Change of plans. We're going to do that. Um and Billy, you're now the host, so you have all the controls. I have the controls. Ooh. Okay. So I'm just going to go off on how I would rank it. My The worst one I put was Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Oh. It, that was the one that really just made me angry. Um, The second worst I put was Pinocchio's Christmas. What? Is everything okay there? Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Pinocchio's Christmas. Um, The Stingiest Man in Town, which is an adaptation of A Christmas Carol. And I'll be honest, it is probably the worst adaptation of A Christmas Carol. 
Um, Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July, which was just plain what the F. That's really stupid. I know. It was pretty stupid. You, you've seen it too? I, why in July? Oh, yeah. It's a Christmas. Well, guess before Tim Burton did Christmas and Halloween, I guess Christmas and um, Fourth of July was a big thing. Was a big crossover. <laughs> I guess so. Um, another thing was um, okay, Little Drummer Boy Book Two, which is boring as hell. Um, Cricket on the Hearth, which I just mentioned, it, it's just, eh, it's there. Um, Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, which is, dude, it's freaking weird. <laughs> I put it number twelve, um, which was the last Rankin Bass Christmas special, Santa Baby. Oh my god. Then I put the first Christmas story of the first Christmas snow. Um, then my 10 were Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. Um, yeah. Number nine, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit because I put it this low. Frosty the Snowman. Really? At number nine? Yeah, I put that at number nine. Um, number eight was Twas the Night Before Christmas. Number seven, Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Number six, this is probably one not a lot of people have heard of, Leprechaun Christmas Gold. Um, okay. Very underrated, highly recommend. Number five is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Number four is Jack Frost. Number three is Rudolph. Oh. What are you arguing for? Okay. Number three is Rudolph. Number two is The Little Drummer Boy. And number one is Year Without a Santa Claus. Makes sense. I like that one. I'll be honest. One and two kind of intertwine for me. Mm, okay. Like some, like you know, like because it's it's funny with um the little drummer boy. When I was a kid, I found that special just so boring. When I was a kid, I just found it boring. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I mean, yeah, go ahead. Because it is very slow and it's very, but you know, but now as an adult, when I watched it, when I watched it again, I'm like, I'm like, wow. It's because out of all these, the Rankin Bass specials, Little Drummer Boy, I would say it's probably one of the darker ones. And the story is more, I don't want to say somber, but it is kind of more somber, more low-key. And, like, the narration is different. It's not like in Rudolph or Santa Claus coming to town or Frost, like, hey, kids, it's time for a fun story. It's more somber. It's more low-key. It's more, you don't have the talking snowman or the um, or the talking delivery person from Santa Claus that's coming to town, which I am going to say right now is creepy. Yeah. He is very creepy. Yeah. And he has like no expression on his face. Happy, sad, well, angry, horny. <laughs> and like no disrespect to um no disrespect to the late Fred Astaire who voiced him, but that was just creepy. But um, yeah. So for Rankin Bass, what's your favorite uh, Rankin Bass special? Oh man, probably, without a doubt, you're without a Santa Claus, my guy. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love the dum 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 the yeah. Uh, uh, 
I'm Mr. White Christmas. Love that so much. So good. And it's, and I know a lot of people have gotten, unfortunately, have been introduced to that through Batman and Robin. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, that was in Batman and Robin that time when they're in the cave and Mr. Freeze is teaching them to sing that song. Same thing. I'm Mr. White Christmas. That's what he spends his time doing. Well, he should spend his time trying to, you know, take over the world, of course. Good God. <laughs> yeah, it is just. Yeah, but I love Year Without a Santa Claus. Um, one of my favorites. Watch it every year. What do you think about um any of the other ones that from Rankin Bass or? Oh man, um, a, they did Rudolph, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that like whether you like to believe it or not, but that original Rudolph special uh, in the stop motion one, like this one that I have up on everyone's screen right here, it is, yeah. it really is brilliant. I mean, it, on, on its own merit, it's a stop motion. You don't really see that anymore. Like the last, excuse me. Oh my god, I'm burping like a madman tonight. The most recent stop motion thing we got, or claymation for that matter was probably the Wallace and Gromit movie. Yeah, because you know what? That was like, and you could tell it's a little dated. It's a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rudolph or Wallace? Um, Rudolph, it's a little bit of a product of its time. Yeah, it's, it's getting getting to look old, but it's still a classic. It, But you know what? Like, you know, there is actually a, um, there's actually been a, and I addressed this in the um, Rudolph video, when I did the Rankin Bass thing, there is a, you know what? Maybe we could talk about it now. Sorry, we got to get controversial on Christmas, but you know there was a controversy in recent years, and by controversy, I mean it was made up by people that have nothing better to do with their time. Um, yeah, but the controversy was what was that it promoted bullying. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was the controversy. For real? Yeah, doesn't that sound like it was made up by people who have nothing better to do with their time? Nah. And this was before 2020, folks, so we can't give them an excuse. Yeah, this year's been pretty crazy, but still. Like, has anyone ever, those people who are making up that controversy, haven't any of them listened to the damn song? All of the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Has anyone listened to the damn song? It's literally everywhere during the holidays. God, I feel like they're like, ah, he's bullying. Ah, we're going to be angry about this. And I'm like, uh-oh, chat board, chat board alert, chat board alert. Die Hard oh. is a Christmas movie. Mike drop. Mark dropped it. Hey, it's my good buddy, Mark Halpern. Hey, Mark, we're going to get to that later. We are getting to that later. Good God. We are going to get to that later, Mark. Yeah, Mark, we'll get to it later. And that is an age-old question. But it's all right. But we'll get to that when we get to that. But anyway, yeah, that's the controversy that it promotes bullying. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's like, how does that? It's an in, inanimate, simple, like two second part of the film or the TV special. What the heck? Can you believe these? Some people are. Let me, I gotta share this again. 
Oh my god, this is ridiculous! You really think that like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Hold on, okay, we're, we're googling this now. Bill, you have me on a rant, and you don't like that. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, I mean, look, it's just like, look at this. How innocent can this be? Look at him. He's adorable. He has a red nose and his girlfriend is like, whatever, you know, but like, come on. Can you, how? Do you, oh, God. The real life Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> Live on the Super Show, a, a, a spotting of Rudolph. Have oh, you ever God. seen the, um, have you ever seen, um, they, they actually did a family guy joke about it. Um, they actually did a family guy joke about it. Um, yeah. And they, a doctor's with Rudolph going, Rudolph, we've, I don't know if I should say this joke, but they're like, Rudolph, we figured out why your nose is glowing red. It goes, why is it, you have a tumor going, is it grown by pixie dust and elves? Go, no, you have a tumor. It goes, and he's saying all this stuff. Goes, You're going to die. I'm like, oh my that's God. Seth Mac, that's Seth MacFarlane for you, buddy. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, going on what we were going back to what we were saying. Look at him. Look at Rudolph. He's so innocent and adorable. Look at Rudolph, guys. So not that one. <laughs> Look at him. How can this be controversial? I think people just have nothing better to do with their time. Like the the bull bullying thing was ridiculous. That's a, that's a stupid. That's literally stupid. Like all of the, it's in the damn song. I think these people who were making up this. I think these people who were making. You remember this? Oh, I never watched it. I've heard of it, but I've ne- but I've never watched it. It's not even a Christmas special, but like for real. It isn't. No, but they made an animated thing out of it, though. You know that, right? All of the other reindeer. Yeah. Like an actual oh, epigram battles of history. <laughs> My God, this actually this was a it's about a dog who's named Olive and he's the other reindeer because Olive the other reindeer. Olive, yes, I got Olive the other reindeer. Okay, you never heard of this though? No, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's. It's very. It's like came out in the nineties. Nineties. This is to all the nineties kids out there. This is for all of you. <laughs> yeah, but um. No, yeah, yeah, so, okay, so what other um Rankin Bass stuff? Um. Frosty. Um. What do you think of Frosty and Orlando? I'll be back on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, it's true though. But um, yeah, I, I feel like with Frosty, like I still like it. I don't think it's like here's the thing. Like what I just said about the little drummer boy when I first thought when I first saw it as a kid, I just found it boring. But as I got older, I grew to like it. Frosty is sort of the other way around. When I was a when I was a kid, I loved it. But as I got older, I just found out that it was more. Oh for wait, children. wait! How could we forget? Frosty Returns. That's actually not by Rankin Bass, by the way. It's not. It, it was. It, it, how would you rank that though? I Did you like it? it in years? I I think it's okay, but you know, but I'll tell you what's worse than that. Oh, I'll tell you what's worse. Well, 
Frosty's Winter Wonderland. <laughs> oh God, I, I, if you watched my review of it, I probably almost gave myself a freaking stroke. Oh, like no, I was like that was like Gotti level rant. If you've ever seen my review of the movie Got, if anyone's ever seen my me and Justin's review of the movie Gotti, it's basically it was basically that a Rankin Bass movie made me go on a Gotti level rant. That's how bad this thing is. It's pretty bad. Oh, it was bad. I'm like thinking. I wanted to mm, mm. just thinking about it makes me want to hit something. Um, all right, all right, relax. Don't worry, JT. We're virtual, so I can't hit you. I could virtually hit you, but <laughs> but yeah, but did not like that special. Um, what about Santa Claus is coming to town? I like that one. Let's look at it. The creepy mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're making me laugh on that one. The creepy mailman. This is him happy. This is him angry. This is him sad. This is him when he's horny. <laughs> Man, I'm drooling. That's him. <laughs> Bill, Oh, uh, we could make so many jokes about him, but we're not going to. In the spirit of Christmas, we don't want to hurt his animated feelings. <laughs> Even though the guy who voiced him is dead, so we can't really do anything. What the hell? We could make a lot of memes about it, my friend. A lot of memes. But it's like, you know, with those stop motion ones, it really shows a big improvement from from, yeah. from then to like now. Oh, for sure. Because you know how we have like all these, how we have all these, you know, studios like Pixar and um, how we have all these studios from Pixar and um, Disney. Yeah. And just like how big of an improvement that's been from like the 60s. Oh, it's a massive improvement for sure. Oh, it's an absolutely massive improvement. Um, Chris Kringle. Voiced by the late, great Mickey Rooney. Yep. Um, yeah, I have, you want to know something? The um, Winter Warlock there when I was a kid scared the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah, oh my God, you're right. Before he turned good, it just scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And also the postman kind of scared me too. <laughs> oh God, we're picking on this poor postman. And like I said, the guy who voiced him, the late great Fred Astaire, can't even defend himself. I'm like, I'm going to choke on my, my snack. <laughs> Hey, kids, I want to tell you a story about Santa. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. Okay, kids, stay away from him, please. Keep away. Please. Um, I don't think he's allowed to be 50 feet away, within 50 feet of a playground. So, oh, God. Please stay away from him, kids. He's creepy. 
Yeah. What about, I mean, let's go back to the other one for a second. You without a Santa Claus? Yeah, with Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Yeah, um, what I find interesting is that their personality is like the opposite of their season. That's true. How Snow Miser's season is cold, but his personality is very warm and inviting. And Heat Miser's person season is very warm, but his personality is very cold. Do you remember this one? They made like a sequel special to it where just the two of them? Yes, they did. What is it? What was that one called? A Miser Brothers Christmas. Oh my God. I forgot all about that one. I saw the picture of it. I think they may have brought the the two voice actors back. Hmm. Let's see. I think they may have brought the two voice actors back who did that. Um hold on, I'm gonna look I'm gonna look that up. Let's see. When did it come out? IMDB, help me out. It came out in 2008. Wow. Oh, my God. Let's see what else we got. Oh, oh yeah, by the way, the, um, the, uh, he, the, um, the Miser Brothers Christmas, that was actually only two of the returning cast members came back to the voices. Mickey Mooney as Santa and George S. Irvin as Heat Miser because... Unfortunately, I think the guy who originally did Snow Miser, the guy who originally did Snow Miser, Dick Sean, um, unfortunately passed away like 20 years prior. So, oh, wow. So, you know, he kind of can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm like, I, I've only watched it like once. Oh, my God. I've only watched Miser Brothers Christmas like once. And I kind of barely remember it. Are we talking about movies yet or no? Well, if you are you typing in Jack Frost as in the um, special? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we could talk about that for a bit. I actually think that's very underrated in a way. I, I, to be honest, I don't think I ever saw it. I really like it. Jack is very Jack's very likable. He's very. I think Jack is very likable. I think the, the special is just very likable. And the villain, played by Paul Freese, who you may remember as... He was in a bunch of Disney movies, but he's also... He's most known for being the go- the voice of the ghost host on the Haunted Mansion ride. Okay. Um. Yeah, but everyone else, it's like... And you know what? With the Disney reference, it kind of reminds me, in a way, of The Little Mermaid. Jack wants to become human. Yeah. Ariel wanted to become human. True. And he has to do it in a certain amount of time. Like, here's what happened. Jack Frost sees his girl who he saves his lot, who saves his life, and he wants to become human. And he has to get the following things by the time winter's over. He has to get a house, a horse, a hundred bags of gold, and a wife. Wow. And I don't remember this one for some reason. Have you ever really watched it or not really? I remember it, but that was it. I think it's very charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, and and it's like it's like funny when you were going through 
that, it's like you've never heard a lot of, of those specials. When I was doing the review thing, I've never heard of a lot of them, in all honesty. Because apparently they did so many, you know? They did a lot. But, um, you know, let's go off in non-ranking bash stuff. Um, What about... Oh. Okay, non-ranking bass Christmas specials. The Grinch. The TV special or the movie? We'll talk about the TV special for now. We'll get to the movie when we get to the movies. Um, Let me pull it up for you. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. I watch this like every Christmas. Me too. I like it a lot. I like this one a lot. Like not this one. I've never w- seen that one. It came out a couple years ago. Yeah, I, it's on Netflix. Maybe I'll give it a watch. Yeah, it could be worth it. I mean, it's it's also it's real. I oh, right before the and the Grinch had an idea, an awful idea. The Grinch had a horrible, awful idea. Uh-huh. Look at that. That smile. Like, you know what the and the thing is? It is voiced, he was voiced by Boris Karloff. Yeah. The guy who did The Mummy and Frankenstein. Yeah. And also, I got a fun fact about the song, The You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Um, They all thought that Boris Karloff sang the song. Okay. He didn't. Really? He actually didn't sing the song, even though he is... Like, I think because the confusion is he's the only voice actor that got screen credit because he did the voice of the Grinch and he also did the narration. Yeah. Um. He also did the narration. Um. The... 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 Um, the, the song was actually sung by a, the other voice actor and there was a lady named June Ferrara who had did the voice of um Rocky and Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um but anyway, um with um the Grinch the song was actually sung by a guy was actually sung by Thurl Ravenscroft. I didn't know that. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um I haven't. He was in a bunch of old Disney stuff. He was also another haunted he was um in a bunch of Disney parks rides. He was also, he was one of the singing bust in the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. But I think he's most known for, I'll, I'll just do it. Tony, are they any good? They're more than good. They're great. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he did the voice of, um. he did the voice of, whatchamacallit, um, of Tony the Tiger. Mm. And what happened was because I have the DVD with special features, um, Thurl Ravenscroft was um, Thurl. They at, originally he didn't get any screen credit, and Dr. Seuss actually apologized to him and said, "Hey, I'm sorry I didn't give you screen credit. I'm going to write to all the big writers of columns and ask them to correct my error." And they wrote an article like, "Here's the guy who sang the song about the mean old Grinch." And um, and and um, yeah. But I don't think there was any love lost there because I think um, 
like as we talked about Mark Hamill, if he's known more for Luke Skywalker or the Joker in the Batman yeah. the animated series. I think with Thurl Ravenscroft, because I've saw a special thing with him saying when most people well, he has since passed away, but they when they come up and ask him, they actually ask him, Do Tony, do Tony, do Tony. Or they go, Hey, Tony, are they good? And he goes, There they ask him they ask him more to do they're great. <laughs> I think that's more than, you know. But um yeah, but it's just such a it's just such a classic. Like everybody watches that like every Christmas. And it's become a standard, you know, it's become a standard Christmas special. It has it, become a standard Christmas special. Yeah, I mean who doesn't who doesn't remember that, you know? What about um have you ever watched um Charlie Brown's Christmas? Yes, of course. Who hasn't? Yeah, I'll be honest. I like it, but it's kind of a downer in a way. It kind of is. Maybe because it is more low-key. Maybe. Especially when you hear the Christmas time is here. Oh, yeah. But, um... But, yeah, um... Again, another thing everybody watches every year, and I think it's a classic. Well, I'm sorry, I feel like I've been monopolizing this whole conversation. What do you? You're good. No, you're good. How do you feel about a Charlie Brown Christmas? I love it. It's one of my, actually my favorites. I like it, but I wouldn't. It's one of my favorites. I like it a lot. It's because it, it, to me that's like it's a it's a Christmas time. It's special. You know, to, to me at least. Yeah, I think when you hear it on, um, when you when you, I think when you he, when when you see that or the Grinch or any of the Rankin Bass specials, you know Christmas is coming. Mm-hmm. And that's a great marketing scheme too. Here's the Grinch. Here's Charlie Brown. Go buy Christmas presents. And they started showing, like, this year, they started showing, like, Christmas specials, like, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They could have they waited, like, a week. Yeah, it, it, it's like with me here. I really don't, when they start doing, like, when they start, like, a lot of the local radio stations and Sirius XM, they, like, literally the day after Halloween, they start playing Christmas music. I'm like, can we get through that? Can we get through November 1st? That's the, I really don't. That, that just bothers me. <laughs> to, to... I love Christmas as much as the next guy. I remember I was talking to somebody one time, said they're trying to get people to hate Christmas music because when you've been hearing it for a month, by the time you get to Christmas, you're sick of it. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, but, um, what'd you say? We talk about that now or do you want to get there in a minute? Yeah, let's talk about that now. Um, unless you have anything else for Christmas specials or? No. Because I have one quick thing. Yeah. Um, we'll get to movies in a little bit too. Yeah, but um, you know what Christmas special I've actually been watching a lot lately? The Hey Arnold Christmas special. I didn't even know that. I don't even like Hey Arnold, so. Well, maybe because that was more my time, so. There's your, there's your time. My time. You know, is- because for those of you who don't know, I'm older than JT. I can actually get away with calling myself a 90s kid. Just barely, but I can get away with it. Um, But, yeah, I actually think what's really good about it with Hey Arnold is – 
they don't water it down. Yeah. Like, here's the plot. Um, Arnold, as we all know, lives in a boarding house. And he gets Secret Santa is his um, one of the tenants there is a Vietnamese immigrant by the name of Mr. Wynn. And then he finds out that Mr. Wynn is kind of depressed. And he finds out that Mr. Wynn, when he was in Vietnam, he had a daughter. And when the Vietnam War was coming, he tried to get out, but he couldn't. And he gave his daughter to the soldier, to one of the, to, to one of the soldiers to bring her here. And then he comes to the city. He found out that he came to the city so he can look for her and he can't find her. And Arnold and his friend Gerald are trying to look for the daughter. And I think what I like about it is they don't water it down. They, tr- they treat it like, like it is a dark story. And, but the ending, okay, spoiler. Mr. Wind's daughter and him are reunited. Yay! But it's actually a very, it's actually very overlooked. Okay, so do you want to talk music or movies next? Let's talk. Let's talk music for two seconds. But I just want to point out to everyone, just a friendly reminder why we're doing this Christmas special on here on the Super Review Show. We are doing this to benefit people in need. We're doing this for Toys for Tots. We're doing this for Cancer Fund. We're doing- Phil, Phil and the rest, my friend. Okay, we are doing this for Toys for Tots, and we are also doing, which, again, helps get presents for kids in need, and we are also getting money for Friends of Jacqueline, which is an organization that sets up kids with co- kids with cancer with college sports teams. It is Absolutely. If you want to know more, go to their website, especially with friends Jacqueline, go to their website. And also, I did an interview with Jacqueline back in June, if you want to go check that out. Um, it is just a great, a great cause. So please, again, let's put some smiles on some kids' faces this Christmas. I know it's been a rough year for all of us, but let's, let's, give, let's give folks a Merry Christmas here. Yeah, so, I, tend, I really, and we're doing this out of the, just a reminder, the money does not go to us. The money goes directly into the funds of these different charities. We don't get any of it. We are not getting a dime from these people. We are doing this out of the goodness of our hearts. And, you know, let's embrace the spirit of Christmas here. Let's give to those who are less fortunate and give to those who need help. Exactly. We got nothing. Uh, we got nothing better to do. So let's do it. You know. And it's 2020, so we can't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what? We can only say that for nine more days, and then this shit year is over. Yeah. Hey, true. Eric Bretaharder. Uh, Brett Dower. Brett Dower. Hey, what's the topic? Christmas movies? Well, we're about to talk about that right now, aren't we? Let's go. We'll, we'll save music for later. We'll do, we'll do Christmas. Um, we'll do Christmas music at the end. That's yeah, how- and then and then and should we do um? Ah, we'll we'll think about when we're gonna do the Die Hard thing. But anyway, um, Christmas movies. Okay, JT, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I'm, I'm not counting the TV specials that we talked about, but I'm gonna say. Die Hard. No, no. We're, not <laughs> we're not there yet. Not there yet. Not there yet. I know everyone's like, talk about Die Hard. No, we're not there yet. Uh, my favorite Dis- uh, Disney, uh, my favorite Christmas special or movie, man, 
Uh, oh, without a doubt, the Polar Express. Oh, really? Uh huh. I yeah. actually think that's very underrated. It actually, uh, some people were uncomfortable with it, like because like it was the first like fully computerized movie acting thing, you know. Oh, they were the re-release. Tom yeah. Hanks is in it. How can you not like Tom Hanks? You don't like Tom Hanks. What the hell's wrong with you? Apparently, it's showing in theaters too. Look, no locally, Express. Yeah, it's a great movie. It really, I actually think it's very underrated. I saw it in theaters when I was very young, mind you. I was very young, but I did see this in theaters. I did not see this in theaters. Um, but you, I love the song Believe that's in the end credits that's sung by Josh Groban. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, I want to get to that more too when the, um, when we get to music. Um, but anyway, I love, but I, I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but I actually do enjoy the movie, especially with Steven Tyler Elf. No, like that, that part when they're at like the, uh, whatchamacallit, when they're at like the sleigh and there's an elf that I think he was supposed to resemble, resemble Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah. You know who that was? That elf on top was Steven Tyler. Oh, that was. Yeah, and guys, we just want to say, chat board, tell us your, what's your favorite Christmas special, your favorite Christmas movie, your favorite Christmas song. Come on, guys. This is an interactive show. Let's have some fun here. Come on, everyone. Come Let's on. have some fun. Get we're, not doing it. We're, we're not doing this for our own benefit. We're doing it for you. You folks. And also for Toys of Tots and Friends of Jacqueline. Look. Come on. Remember. Links down below, but anyway, um, this is Michael Jeter's last film, too. He's that guy, yeah. He was, I, what else was he in? I forget. Oh, yeah, look, Steven Tyler as no, I clicked on the wrong one. Steven Tyler as Elf Lieutenant, <laughs> rocking all over the world, yeah. But I really like that movie, it's very, I think it's a very underrated film. Um, I yeah, my favorite Christmas movie? Oh, boy. That is a very good question. Um, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, this is my favorite. I'm just letting you know. So, Who doesn't? Um, my probably favorite is, and this is going to go into a broader discussion probably, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Really? Let me look that up. I really love that. You wait, you've never seen the Muppet Christmas Carol? Shame. Shame! Chatboard, shame him! Yeah, it's actually, I think why I always have a special place in my heart for this movie is because me and many of my generation, this was like our introduction to the Christmas Carol. Mm. Oh, I forgot about that one. Sorry. This was like our introduction and like, you know, the generation before me, their, in, their introduction was the Mickey's Christmas Carol. But Muppet Christmas Carol, I think, was really my first... Was really my first... Um, whatchamacallit? Um, what? Was really my first introduction to the story of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Okay. And I'm always going to have a special place in my heart for it. Um... It was actually the first film, the first Muppet movie since the passing of Jim Henson. 
Really? That was actually the first one. I forgot about a lot of these, to be honest. The film was actually directed by... The film was actually directed by Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son. Okay. And I think it was a nice tribute to him. And you know what I really loved? Um, Yeah, I love The Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, I love the other Christmas... Um, Carol adaptations. I don't know if you've seen any of them. Um, I don't think I have. No. Um. Um. I think my other personal favorite adaptation of Christmas Carol is the um, night is the um, I love the Alistair Sim Scrooge, which is from the fifties. Okay. I think that's a classic. Um, Patrick Stewart, how can you not like him as Scrooge? Oh, he's great. Sir Pat. Sir Pat. <laughs> I'm, sir, I'm going off a tangent here. Have you seen those Uber Eats commercials that Patrick Stewart is in? Oh, he's brilliant. And he's got, who's the other guy in there with him? Um, the other actor that's with him. I'm forgetting his name. Well, guess what? The internet exists. True. Um, I can look that up. Um, I went again, Patrick. That's Sir Patrick. <laughs> Sir Patrick. And that is, um, that's actually Mark Hamill. I didn't realize that until now. <laughs> that's actually Mark Hamill in that commercial. But, um, um, okay. Oh, also, other- yeah, I'm looking. I'm just generically looking at other Christmas movies right now. Like, I like this one, Scrooged. Oh, I've seen some of it with Bill Murray. Great, great movie. I, I I watched a little bit of it last night. Um, you know what's another um good one? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Yes, absolute. That is like not just a Christmas classic. That's just a film classic. Yeah. Um. What what I would say? What about a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Oh, how could we? For, I'm forgetting all of them all of a sudden. You gotta you gotta help me out, Bill. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. They made a sequel to it. Did you know that? Wait, another National Lampoon? They made a Christmas Vacation two at one point. Let me see. Is this true? It was a television film though. Came out in two thousand three. It was, about, it was about Randy Quaid's character. It has a two out of ten. Must be bad. Ouch. My fa- one of my favorite parts of this movie is like, since this is Aunt Edna's 70th something Christmas with us, she should lead us in grace. What? They want you to say grace. What? Grace. Grace? Grace died 30 years ago. Oh, my God. God blessing. Okay. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And especially the part when he goes crazy because he didn't get his bonus. Oh, that's classic. That was a great moment. And he's like having an absolute fit. Clark. <laughs> and his and his brother kidnaps the boss. And, all, and then all the cops come. It's so funny. It's a great, it's a real classic, to be honest with you. It really is. 
It really is a it really is a Christmas classic. It stands the test of time. It really does. It stands outside the top. Time. Now, should you watch it every single day until Christmas? No. Now, like they've been playing it a lot on um because there's two um Christmas um Christmas competitors, may I say? There's um of course Freeform, which used to be ABC Family, and 25 Days of Christmas. Yep. And there's also AMC, American Movie Classes. They actually have this thing called Best Christmas Ever. Okay. So they're they're competing. And they show this a lot on AMC. But, yeah, I absolutely, I have such a good time with this. And I've been watching it a lot lately. And I, and I just, I just laugh my you-know-what off. It really is. It's a very, it's very funny. But you know what else is a funny movie that we should talk about? What? Oh, boy. Yeah, because Eric said that's his favorite Christmas movie. I couldn't help but bring it up. We have to talk about it. Okay. Get the hate comments ready. And you hear that, everyone? Get the hate comments ready. I think Elf is kind of overrated. There, I said it. Listen, I don't think it's bad. You, you, have, you have made me stop sharing, but shame, shame, shame. Listen, shame. I, I think some of it's good. I just, I think it's just a lot of it. It's just Will Ferrell, Santa, screaming like a child most of the movie. Like, I think shame. Son of a nutcracker. Like, I think it's some of it's funny, but. Eric can quote it forever, so. Eric, I am sorry, dude. I am sorry, Eric. I I think the movie, like I, again, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think it gets a little too much praise than it deserves. He, he unsubscribed. <laughs> oh, he did. Sorry, Eric. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to mine. Uh, JT, you want to bat? You want to just say if you like it or not, just so I just so I, I can say face. I enjoy it, but it is overplayed. It's not overrated, it's overplayed. Okay, that's a fair one, because they play it a lot. Um, even on USA Network, <laughs> not, on, not on Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, they play it like 24 hours. That's insane. Like, why are you doing it on New Year's Eve? Do it on Christmas. Actually, no, don't even do it on, play it on Christmas. But I'm not the heads at USA Network, so I don't know what's going through their mind. <laughs> But um, Will Ferrell to me he's hit and miss. As an actor, or in in his character. No, as an actor. Really? Hey, you know what? I tend to agree. I don't think he's awful. No, he he is a very 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 talented man. But as far as like him being like, you know, like is he like is, you know? And people, I just realized just the other night he was. They did a rerun of SNL. With him on it, and I, I completely didn't. I had no idea that he was on. He started on SNL. He did, yeah, he did. I, I did. I never knew that. I really didn't. You know, and you know what? He got his start as he got his start as being George W. Bush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was welcome, America. <laughs> he was very funny too. Anchorman. Um, I do like Anchorman. And, um, okay, you know what? This is not a Christmas-related movie since we're on the top of Will Ferrell. You know what What Will Ferrell movie I also think is a little overrated? What? And I'm going to get so much more hate for this. What? Step Brothers. 
I've never seen that. Can't judge. No, like I remember when that movie came out, everyone was quoting it. Everyone was. Like I remember when I first watched it, I thought I thought it was funny. But then when I watch it again, I'm like, okay, it's funny, but it's kind of dumb. Like I, I know it's not supposed to be something big, deep, and complex, but I remember when it came out too. I forget what I was seeing at the time, but it came out at a certain time. And I, the, the two of them are great, though. John C. Riley. I mean, we're going off topic, but that's okay. Oh, we could go a little off topic. Just a smidge. Step Brothers is very funny, though. Okay, I was never su- subscribed in the first place. Well, maybe you should subscribe now, Eric. Plug for the subscription of Eric. Please yeah. go s- subscribe. Come on. One of us. One of us. Join me. One of us. One of us. Eric. Just- hey, look who's here. Madam. Dude, do not worry about being late, my friend. Do not worry. Our good friend Matt Hemsley is here, folks. Our number one fan. Matt, <laughs> um, we are talking about everything Christmas, Christmas specials, Christmas. Um, Eric, do it. <laughs> subscribe. And we're trying to pressure Eric to subscribe. Help us out. Um, but anyway. Okay, I- I've been thinking I should watch Step Brothers and see if I like it as much as I used to. Okay, we're talking about a lot of Christmas stuff. Plug for the Step Brothers movie commentary. Or, or Hanukkah stuff. What, you know what, guys? Listen, we don't want to be exclusive. He literally <laughs> subscribed. He subscribed? <laughs> he actually did. I love you so much, Eric. Eric, subscribe. Like, listen, guys, I know we're talking about a lot of Christmas stuff, but if you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, you have holiday specials that of those holidays, and you want to share it, share them with us. Do it. We're not gonna snub you. Just we're we're inclusive to everyone. Let's talk about this. And what's that? The Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, do we have to? We don't. We don't have to. I was just trying to be funny. Like, look, it's Mark Hamill. Do we have to do the Star Wars Christmas special? Life Day, everyone. Wookies. The Life Day. It's run by a bunch of Wookies. <laughs> Go kill yourself now. <laughs> Hold on one second here, um... guys. I just got to plug in my computer. Oh God! All right, he left me on my own. People in the chat board, comment: Should yes or no? Should I talk about the Star Wars holiday special or no? It's okay if you say no because I really don't want to. <laughs> Come on, guys, be honest. Should we talk about this? I'm serious. Tell your friends more live too. It's actually real. It just looks awful. There's not, there's not, I didn't even search memes, but there's already memes of it. <laughs> Life day. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I just, my, my arm just flinched by looking at that. God. It's, and George Lucas said he is personally ashamed of that. I'm sure he is. Hey, why don't we talk about another Christmas movie? Oh, are we getting into alternative Christmas movies now? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Do you have another one, Bill? Um, yeah, a few things actually, if that's okay. Um 
the um how about um since I talked about an over, since I think Elf is an overrated Christmas movie, you know what I think is an underrated Christmas movie? I think this movie gets a lot of hate. And listen, I don't think it's a masterpiece by any means. Deck the Halls with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. Ooh, oh. I, got I one don't that. think it's good, but I think it gets a little too much hate. I got one after you. Because... I'll be honest. Danny DeVito is like the one who can save any bad movie. But like he could save any him, Tim Curry, and Jeff Goldblum. Even if the movie is horrible, if one of those three are in it, they're the saving grace. But um, for those of you who've never seen this, um, Matthew Broderick is like the big Christmas guy in town. And then Danny DeVito moves in and he's trying to get, he's trying to basically out decorate Broderick. It's funny, but there are sometimes you just cringe and you're like, these are grown men acting like children. But like, listen, I don't think it's a good movie, but I will admit it's kind of a guilty pleasure. It is kind of a guilty pleasure, in all honesty. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't know. I do have, now, here, now, if you think this movie is one thing, let's talk about this one. Oh, God, jingle all the way. Oh, set, let the memes begin. It is kind of funny. Yeah. And that was before things were cool. They should make a sequel to it. <laughs> a lot of people uh, do not I, like that movie. I know. But I think it's power. And you know, it's the classic trying to, um, trying to get kids who trying to, you know, it satirizes, you know, trying to get that gift that, you know, neither of us have kids, but trying to get those, you know, the gift the kids want for Christmas. Yeah. Because, um, my friend and I, we have this joke. We, we come up with random situations for people and we came up with this random situation for this guy we know who um, he doesn't have any children of his own. And we jokingly said he's, he says, what do you think he's doing? I think he's waiting in line at Toys R Us trying to get this toy for his, um, for his niece and then gets thrown into a pile of stuff with the song Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney playing in the background. And then when he, and then he gets it and his niece likes it and goes, thanks, Uncle Peter. And then, okay, this guy's British and looks to his, to his niece's parents, this is this is this didn't happen. This is a scenario that me and my friend came up with. And he goes, "She better like it." I got thrown into a pile of toys for it. Um, which is a this is all a parody of Jingle All the Way. Oh my god. Um, but um, but yeah, um, it's a bad movie, but you can't help by not laugh. Yeah. Okay, so 
And you know who's in that movie in Jingle All the Way? Jake Lloyd. Oh, God, that's right. Who was also young Anakin in The Phantom Menace. Okay, you know what? You know what's another Christmas movie we have to talk about? We talked about the special. Actually, no. no, What do you think about Jingle All the Way? It's okay. (laughs) Now, get... Do you have any further opinions on it, or can we move on? Let's move on. <laughs> okay, you know what, Christmas boot? We talked about the special, but you know what we have to talk about? Star Wars? What? The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, folks. Be on- All right, be honest. Can you believe this movie came out 20 years ago? It's hard to believe. I remember when this movie came out, it was everywhere. Oh, it still is in a sense. It was freaking everywhere. Oh my All God. right, so what do you think of it? I think it's absolutely trash. I, I listen. I, I I have no memory of it whatsoever, other than being scared to death of it. No, Free Forum, formerly ABC Family, shows they play it all the time. <laughs> they do. They play. They play it like. Been, you know what? I used to love Twenty Five Days of Christmas. They used to play all the Rankin Bass stuff. Yeah, but but then they lost the rights to it to AMC, which they barely play it anyway. Yeah. Um, they kind of lost all the rights to it. Um. But and all they've been freaking playing, all they've been freaking playing is Jim Carrey's The Grinch. They've been playing that and some other stuff that I can't remember. I'm like, oh my god, guys, Ron, mix it up a little bit. Ron Effing Howard directed this. I had no idea. Quoting Stewie Griffin, you'll be sitting next to Ron Howard. Oh, I'm just messing with you, Rod. No, but like Ron Howard, he's a fan. He's a fantastic director. Why would he do this? Go. Oh, there's this joking Family Guy when um when Ugh. Stewie has a show about Matthew McConaughey. Goes Matt at the Golden Globe should be sitting next to Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just messing with you, Ron. Or maybe not. No, I I just am. Or am I? <laughs> oh, Ron Howard. But. The thing is with um oh God, Grinch two thousand is that a oh with Buster oh dude you know what we have to do what enable share screen on me please uh-huh. oh we gotta do this just just for shits and giggles go ahead Can I'll just play a little bit of it because I don't know what the copyright Man, that's number one helper. We just got to see how bad this thing is. Bill, lead the way, my guy. Okay, am I, did I, can I share a screen now? Yep. Okay. Um, this is with Buster Rhymes, by the way, folks. I'm a little scared. Me too. Kind you of- know what? Before this, let me lead us all in prayer. In nomine patre, a fide, a spiritu sancte. 
God, please save me from losing my mind from doing this. We might love it. We might hate it. We don't know. We're going to have to see. Let me just um, share a screen. Stop him, everyone. Chat board, stop him. Dude, we're, okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm just, I'm doing this out of morbid curiosity. We're going to lose our copyright claims and all that crap. Oh, sh- I'm just going to play it for like a second. I don't think they're going to, we're going to get sued over this. So I think there's other things I can get sued over, just not this. Yeah, like meeting Anna Kendrick. All right. Anna, call me. I'm scared. What was that? I'm kind of scared. Can you hear it? Uh, hold on. Okay, there's about 37 seconds of our lives we're never getting back. <laughs> like... The Grinch is in the hizzle. <laughs> but that, oh God, that but you know, getting back to the movie in general though, here's what I will say. I will give this movie credit for something. But don't worry, folks. For those who hate this movie, I'm gonna bash it in a second. I promise. I promise you. <laughs> You're gonna get your well-deserved sense of bashing. Um Jim Carrey as the Grinch was actually not that bad. <laughs> he was actually not that bad. He was actually, in a way, entertaining. It was just Jim Carrey. It was, but you know, okay, for those of you who don't know my taste in actors, I'm not the biggest fan of Jim Carrey because I feel like he's, it's not Jim Carrey. He's just, I feel like he's not in the character. It's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. But you know what? I feel like for the Grinch, it kind of works. Okay. In a way, it kind of works. It just kind of works. And um, I think um, it's just he, he, because being under all that makeup, I'm sure is terrible, is tough. Oh, but his movements that. and stuff, I think he actually does a decent job. And like, listen, this doesn't make them, this movie has a lot of other problems and we'll get to that in a second, but it's just, it's, he, he puts in some effort. I'll give him that. And now, guess what I get to do? Bash the rest of this movie to Kingdom Come. <laughs> it's just, I think the movie is just way too mean-spirited. Go on. It's just way too mean-spirited. They make the Who's a bunch of freaking assholes. Like, they're not just... The thing is... the Okay, can you scroll up a little bit? I, I need to find out something. Um, go to cast list, please. Um, okay. Oh, Anthony Hopkins narrates it. 
it's just this whole thing is just the who's are just a bunch of assholes. Like they just, and they make them too much materialistic. Because in the original special, they already knew what the meaning of Christmas was. Like the last part, the Grinch didn't stop Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow it color, it came. All the who's down in down there were singing without any presence of at all. That's awesome because the who's already knew the meaning of Christmas. And just they they turned them up. Okay, maybe it's a little more interesting that they have to learn it rather than them knowing it automatically. But they just make the who's and their the past, the, the Grinch's past, was that really necessary? Given the Grinch a past, was that really necessary in all honesty? Like, no. I think what made the Grinch so great, it's the simplicity of the story. It is. The he himself story. learns the meaning of Christmas. It's not just, you know, I think that's what's just so good about it. It's the simplicity. And here, like, it's like the boy who cried wolf. You don't need to know the boy's backstory or where he came from. You just need to know, boy cries wolf, no wolf. No wolf, everyone shows up. Boy cries wolf again, everyone shows up. No wolf. And then boy cries wolf. They they said, yeah, we're done with this bullshit. And the, there's a wolf. And bad shit happens. But the thing here, they stretch it out. And just the set's even not that good. The set of that movie isn't even that good. It looks like a it looks like a freaking department store. It's just and like I'll give the like with the Who's, I think the, the design is creative, but it's it won best makeup at the Oscars. I can see that actually. So that made that that makes sense. But that is just oh wait, we're still Okay, but anyway, but that's uh uh I just why do they show this every Christmas? Why? I don't know, dude. But um yeah, but anyway, you know what? There's another Grinch adaptation I want to talk about. I, I didn't see the one with Benedict Cumberbatch, but there was a recent one I want to talk about and deserves another bashing. Name it, my guy. A couple weeks ago, they did Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical. Oh, it's just as bad as it sounds. No, it was actually a stage show at one point. What the hell? What do you mean, what the hell? I'm just... What? what? Oh, no. no. Yeah, this thing is real. This thing exists. What? It exists. <laughs> it exists. It exists. <laughs> if 2020 couldn't even get worse... It has gotten worse knowing that this abomination exists. No, this thing is... Uh, okay, Matthew Morrison from Glee. Rant, go ahead. What was that? Rant, my friend, rant. Matthew Morrison from Glee. Okay, I've never really watched Glee. I may have watched an episode or two. But, okay, him, he's trying to be like Jim Carrey's Grinch. Oh, God. He's trying to be Jim Carrey's Grinch. 
And Dennis O'Hare, who was old Max, the dog Max is now the narrator. He's older now and he's looking back on the events of the story. And, oh my God, guys, like, (laughs) this was just... uh, I just... Hate on it, Bill. You can hate on it. It's okay. Okay. Anthony, okay, I don't want to say Anthony Hopkins. Matthew Morrison, I'll give him credit for trying, but close only counts in two sh- in two things, my friends. Horseshoes and hand grenades. Um, horseshoes and hand grenades. Um, it's just. It's just like the whole thing. It's just, okay, you can tell this thing was obviously made for young children. Yeah. But now there's a thing. They have this scene when the Grinch is stealing the tree and he's freaking basically humping the tree. He's humping the tree. You know, for kids. (laughs) What did the the executives at NBC think this was a brilliant idea? No. Of course they did. They were like, oh, hey, guys, let's do Because, you know, they usually do live musicals. Um, they were supposed to do, uh, like, you know, a couple of years ago, they'd done Sound of Music. They did Peter Pan. And th- that's a rant for another video. But they... Another time. And then they did um, The Wiz, which was good. And then they did Jesus Christ Superstar, which I really liked. Last year, they were supposed to do Hair, the musical, but out of the blue, they canceled it because I don't know. It could have been a mix of things because one, they thought this, maybe the subject matter was a little too adult, but you know, the Grinch humping a tree. That's so much better. That's so much better. The executives at NBC are probably now kicking themselves. Cause that was, a mm, that was, don't fight it, Bill. Just keep going. <laughs> Why? Why, NBC? Why? You guys are a bunch of... I'm trying to... You know what? Screw it. Screw it. You guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. And just not with this, but just with live musicals in general, you guys pick stuff that's too safe. It's too freaking safe. Because here's the thing. I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent here, and I apologize. Um... Here's the thing. When it comes to live musicals, first NBC was doing it. You know, first they did Sound of Music, then they did Peter Pan, then they did The Wiz, and then they did um, Hairspray, then they did Jesus Christ Superstar, and then this Abomination. And then when NBC was doing it, Fox wanted to get in on the cash grab. Fox wanted to get in on the cash grab. And, you know, first they started off safe-ish with Grease. Yeah. And then they did Rocky Horror and then they did a Christmas story live. Oh, we got to talk about a Christmas story once I get off this rant. Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to hug up. And then, and then they did Rent Live, which a lot of people hated, but I actually didn't think it was that bad. Um, I actually kind of liked it. Um, but anyway, but like, and here's the thing NBC, they try to do the more family shows, you know, because the. But but NBC, I've been saying this for a while. They pick shows that are too safe. They need to 
mix it up a little bit. And they were supposed to do Bye Bye Birdie. They they were supposed to get Jennifer Lopez, but she was on tour at the time, said, okay, we'll wait for you. And then by that time, they were already working on Jesus Christ Superstar, so that went out the window. Because, you know, they've been working on that now for the last 30 years, and they're trying to finally get, not 30 years, but they try to get it on for a while. And I guarantee you the executives at NBC are probably thinking, maybe this is the year we'll finally get to do Bye Bye Birdie. Finally. <laughs> no, we can't do it because of the pandemic. But let's do the Grinch and have Matthew Morrison hump the tree. <laughs> That's so going to bring us ratings. But anyway, but why? Why, why, why? You know what? Let's move on before I have a freaking stroke. Oh, we talk about this. A Christmas story, live or the actual film? Uh, the, we'll, we'll get to the film in a second. Let's do the live one really quick. Okay, I'm done. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'll stay. Um, no, no. Was this one bad or good? I've only watched the Nostalgia Critics review of it. It seemed okay, but um, I really... Mm, like, do we really have to turn everything into a musical? Have you ever watched it? The movie or the musical? The musical. No. Hold on, scroll up a little bit. Um. Okay, let's... The broadcast on P... Oh, it was going on against... Oh, I wonder how the ratings did. Let's... um. Yeah, well, here's the thing I was talking about with Bye Bye Birdie. They were... They were originally going to do it in 2018, but it was delayed because I think J-Lo was on tour. But anyway, let's go go down a little bit, please. Okay, ratings. Okay, do you think you guys can... Because this was also going on during, whatchamacallit, um, Sunday Night Football, too. So the biggest thing is... How can you compete with how can you compete with a Sunday night football game with this? I tend to agree. Yeah, and also Matthew Broderick as the narrator who was who okay. is a fantastic actor. Yeah, he's all right. He could be a little bland. He's Ferris Bueller. He is he is Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Ferris Bueller. 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 But, um, yeah, so let's talk about the actual film, shall we? Yeah. Screw it. Here we go. And I have one thing to say. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Watch out, everyone. Who doesn't like this movie? It's okay. But you just think it's okay? I like it, but it's like, it's okay. It's not like, I don't gravitate towards it during the holiday season. You know, on TNT and TBS, they show it 24 hours a day. I... No. <laughs> it's just, I, it's, I, kill me. It literally says it on the Wikipedia page. 
No, I remember it would be show 24 hours a day. And I want to give a shout out to my friend slash co-host, Lauren Slang, a.k.a. The Patch Man. Yeah. This is like one of his favorite movies he loves to watch around Christmas. So, dude, that's for you. Um, I, The part when the kid gets his tongue stuck on the pole, though. Oh, it's priceless. Yeah, and also, um, you know what it's like the um, the Thanksgiving, oh, not Thanksgiving, the turkey when the when the dad's like obsessed with the turkey. Yeah, and the dogs like all come in and eat it, and I'm like thinking, you know what? That's my dad at Thanksgiving. That's, your- <laughs> That's my father at Thanksgiving because every Thanksgiving we have a turkey. He says, "We save me some so I can have turkey sandwiches the next couple days." <laughs> I'm like sitting there thinking, that's my dad. That's that your is dad. my father on Thanksgiving. That is so my dad. Yeah. Love you, dad. Anyway, um, but anyway. Hey, dad. But it's like the with the but you know what? I'll I guarantee you with the uh, ending of this movie, I don't think it could fly in today's, you know culture yeah. if you know what i'm talking about oh no no way the scene when they're at the chinese restaurant and oh god no i think that scene's kind of funny yeah but i think today's society wouldn't exactly accept it yeah i mean i don't think they would i mean and... no i was actually having this talk with my friend lawrence the guy who i just sh- gave a shout out to yeah we were having the same conversation a couple weeks ago it's like, i don't think that would fly today yeah, no way. But um, yeah, but um, I like a Christmas story. I don't know if I would call it one of my favorites, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna sit through 24 hours of it on Christmas. Hell no! Hey, Christmas Eve, you want to zo- you want to zoom and watch 24 hours of a Christmas story? Guess what, everyone? Incoming live from the Super Review Show, a 24-hour live stream of a Christmas story. Hell no. You you would want to sit through 24 hours of that? First off, we can't even live stream for 24 hours. YouTube wouldn't allow it. I'm serious. We could do, we could do segments of it. <laughs> we could skip two hours and go to the Merry next. Merry Christmas, everyone. 24 hours of a Christmas story and 24 hours of us giving our opinions. Uh, you know what? <laughs> but, um, yeah. What's another Christmas movie we could chat about? Um, the Santa Claus movies. I think those are good. Why? Okay, you had your chance to rant. Now it's my turn. Okay, let's hear the rant. <sighs> Give my pipes a break while you rant. Pisses me off. Pisses me the fuck off so much. What pisses you off, JT? When they when okay, uh, I'm gonna get to it in a second. But hold on. You know, while we're getting to it, I think we need to remind the good the good folks here why we're doing this. Um, guys, like I said, please, um, we are raising money for both Toys for Tots. Yep. Which is going to help kids who are unfortunate have Christmas gifts. And we are also raising money for Friends of Jacqueline, which is an organization that sets up college sports teams with kids who have cancer. So mm-hmm. please, both links are in the description below. And even after when the stream is over... The, the links will still be live. Please donate to them. Let's put, Please do. I know this sounds a little like a broken record right now, but let's put some smiles on some kids' faces this Christmas. Seriously. Is there something 
kids that are not as fortunate enough to have a laptop or two or three or been be live on a YouTube channel right now. Absolutely. So please let's 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 give some kids a Merry Christmas here. Okay, JT, what were you gonna rant about so I could sit here and holy but Jesus? I'm sharing my screen. Ooh, he's sharing his screen, folks. You know this is gonna get big. This movie, The Santa Claus, the 1994 classic. I love this movie. Okay. I really do. It's a positive rant for just a second, right? Okay. I love this movie so much. The second one, I'm also a big fan of with Tim Allen, The Santa Claus 2, where he has to get married and all that stuff and how he, you know, the Tim Allen um, Santa Claus has to um, get married, basically. So hear me out for just a second. Okay, you, you ready for this? You ready? ready? Are you all ready for this? Well, get this, everyone. What pisses me off so much every single goddamn Christmas, they only, every time I seem to watch TV, they only show the th- third one, and the third one sucks. I noticed that, too. I- I'm tagging on here for a I'm second. Not That's crazy! Okay. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Look at this. It came out in 2006. The, the the third Santa Claus film they did with Disney. The butler makes it. They could easily do. A, they could easily do a fourth one too. Plug the the budget was twelve million dollars, but it made one hundred and ten. That's a big profit on a budget of that small. Hear me out, YouTube. This movie is so bad. And it's, I'm not going to say it's bad. I just think it's very, it's a far poor quality film compared to the first two. Also, and I'm going to point this out to all of you out there. We're like, well, it's clearly the best. If you say it's the best one, you're wrong. Hear me out. Because this, the Jack Frost character was, uh, no. If you don't understand what the word annoying, then leave. <laughs> like this film was so bad. It, 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 I personally like some of it, but like there were parts where like I could just do with that majority of it. And it's it's just so like like the whole like frost becomes Santa Claus thing. Come on, are you freaking effing ugh, kidding me? It's ridiculous how they've I despise this movie so much no like i i I agree with you i agree with you on something um freeform you know the wisdom of the folks at freeform this is the only one they like they show the first one here and there where's the second one right i know right where is the they only show the worst one and honestly I don't understand why this was nominated for a golden Raz- for a Razzie. Yeah. Whereas the first, the first, the second one, which is a better movie by far, um, is where's the critics one? Okay. And currently on IMDb, it has like a, 
uh, five or six out of 10, which is pretty good. You know, people liked it, whatever, right? That's good. I'm glad, blah, 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 blah. Super happy. Uh, the first one was, a, a, I really liked the first one and the second one quite a bit, but they never show the first one and they never show the second one. They only show the stupid, 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 stupid ass, stupid piece of garbage third one. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to go off on a huge tangent, but this movie sucks. It sucks. It sucks so hard and so big. I hate it so much, and they show it all the time. And they never show the other ones. What the hell? Bill, take over before I go on a tangent. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Like I said, freeform. Yeah, I'm starting to not like freeform nowadays. They're really not start showing anything good during 25 days of Christmas. It's just like they show, and I was, this is a problem I have with corporate stuff. Like they happen to like, they show like the same over and over again and people get accustomed to it. And then they said like, uh, he brings in like, they, they bring out like the, the quote unquote worst films and all this stuff. And I don't know. I just, look, I'm of the opinion that this is, Absolutely ridiculous. I don't I don't like this one at all. And I don't mean to go on a huge tangent, but it was very Dude, bad. you are forgiven. We lost like I was gonna say we lost like five viewers for a second. <laughs> but like I just don't get it. It's just like it, it this one was so bad on so many levels. It's a joke. It's a joke. And like the, I, I, you know, how they, you know, you, you know, how like some people have like trilogy issues. I have a problem with the third film. This is the like where most trilogies, I get it. Like you know, you're, you're fine, you're fine, whatever. But I think that this movie could really this didn't move. This movie didn't have to exist. No, I, I dude, I agree. It's just so stupid. Like I don't, I really don't get. Like the whole, and even the, look at the poster for a second, right? The poster literally says Santa Claus versus Jack Frost. Do you see that there? Yes. Like, what? Twas the fight before Christmas. What the hell? Disney. Also, let's not forget this is a Disney film. Disney Studios released this. Also, and I'll, you know why? You know why it showed so much? Do you know why it showed so much? Because Disney owns ABC, which means they own Freeform, which means that they own ESPN. They own Fox. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars, Indiana Jones, like Pixar. They own a lot. They even own Touchstone Pictures. They own it all. Basically. They even dropped a $3 billion. This is a complete side note. Did you hear about this? They dropped a $3 billion check to the college sports teams to broadcast on their, on their pro platform. Yeah, well, ESPN Disney ABC. owns ABC, so. Yeah. And they own ESPN, so. Okay, so. Yeah, so anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to go over on a big tangent, but Bill, do you have any closing thoughts on the Santa Claus 3? It sucks. I don't know why Freeform shows it every year. It's just that and, like I said, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. I have no idea why. It seems like those two are back to back. And Christmas Vacation. Well, Christmas Vacation is actually good. So is A Christmas Story, but 
24 hours of a Christmas story, Christmas Eve. You are crazy. I'm not gonna watch all 24 hours. So I'm, I'm not that insane. No, 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 we have it one, one one year when we had my family up. We actually had them it on like for like five hours. I'm like, can we, should, can we, should, can we? Uh, finally I said, can we turn this off? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, no, we have to watch all 24 hours of this. But uh, anyway, Please, um, just, just take okay, me. Okay, so and... do we want to get to the age-old question, or do we want to get to music? Or what do we want to do? We just finish up talking about movies. You want to keep talking about movies? Yeah, let's keep talking about movies. Okay, what other Christmas movies can we talk about? Well, I think it's come to that point, Bill. Is it Mark? Mark, still want it is. It is time. We are Matt, getting to the age-old question. Eric, for those of you who are watching us live and who are watching this on recording, the age-old question, is this movie, Die Hard, a Christmas movie? The and what's the answer, Bill? The is here. To me, I'm going to let you answer first, JT. What do you think? Oh, God damn it. I literally just built you up for nothing. Uh, okay, you know what? I'll say this. I think it has... My answer is a little more nuanced. I think okay. both sides have arguments. The size that it's not a Christmas movie. Okay, yeah, it takes place during Christmas. But think yeah, about it. I made this point when we were talking about Halloween, during our Halloween special. Um, yeah. Is Christmas really relevant to the plot once you think about it? Oh, because it, it, it just took place at a Christmas party, right? That's it. Yeah, it takes place at a Christmas party. Let's say instead of a Christmas party, instead of a Christmas party, what if this took place during a New Year's Eve party? Would it be a New Year's Eve movie? <laughs> would it really, would, would the plot really change? But Here's the thing. I think people have like a different, you know, people have different standards of Christmas movies. Be like, okay, the movie has to be about Christmas. Die Hard is technically not about Christmas. But other people are also- A lot but, of other stuff. But also people are thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe I get tired of the schmaltzy, you know, every time a bell wing rings, an angel gets his wings or God bless us, everyone. Maybe people get tired of those schmaltzy shit and they just want to see Bruce Willis jump out of a jump out of a burning jump out of an exploding building. Like, here's the thing. Um, but also on the other side, like, here's why some people could consider it a Christmas movie. Um Doug Walker, the nostalgia critic. He did a review of it last year, and he said this. It's a Christmas movie you can watch all year round. Like, if you watch Rudolph in April or The Grinch in June, it would feel weird. Yeah. Because those are specifically about Christmas. Well, Die Hard isn't really about Christmas, but here's the standard why. Like, you take songs like, there are some Christmas songs, once you think about it, really don't have anything to do with Christmas. Like songs like um, Let It Snow uh -huh. and Winter Wonderland, they, once you think about it, JT, 
they really don't have anything to do with Christmas. Those two songs. Winter Wonderland and Let It Snow. They really don't really have anything to do with Christmas. They're about winter. But we associate those songs with... We associate those songs with Christmas. We associate those songs with Christmas. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that at some point, Matt. We just got to get through. Hey, Joe Wiley, good to see you. We got to get through this age-old question first, Matt. That is our priority right now. Yes. Is the age-old question. That's our priority. But yeah, but like I said, those songs, they really don't have anything to do with Christmas, but we associate them with Christmas. Uh, I have the answer pulled up whenever you're ready. Now, to me, listen, I don't think there's really a concrete answer on this one. I think both sides have valid points, but I think it's really up to preference. I personally wouldn't consider it a Christmas movie, but hey, if you do, hey, do if you, because I know there are people who watch this on Christmas Eve just as much as they do The Grinch or Rudolph or... It's a Wonderful Life for Christmas Vacation or Christmas Story. They watch this as much as they watch those. And if you want to watch, if that is your standard of a Christmas movie, then good for you. All right, JT, what's your, what's your, um, well, I'm quoting the director here, John McTiernan. Um, he said, and I quote, other people started to catch on to this was a movie where the hero was a real human being and people of, the people of authority, all of the important folks, were all portrayed as kind of foolish. Everybody, as they came to work for the movie, began, began to get that. As I said, this movie is, is, an, is an escapee, quote from the Hollywood machine, and there was a joy in it. We hadn't intended it to be a Christmas movie, but the joy that came from it turned it into a Christmas movie. And so someone ran that report the other day. Uh, I think it was Screamer here. And they basically said how they think it's a, the, he, the director himself ended the debate by saying it's a Christmas movie. So I'm not, I mean, personally, I'm not, I have my own judgments. I have my own opinions. But this is I, your place to air it, my friend. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to go with, why yes. Why do you think it's a Christmas movie? Well, because, yes, it takes place during, it takes place with a Christmas party. Yes, it does all that. But at the same time, it's, I look at it as like, it's like, it's Christmas Eve and it's a, it's a, um, it's a Christmas action adventure film. That's the way I look at it. Personally, that's me. Own opinion. Well, that's how my brother described it. He said it's basically an action movie that takes place during Christmas. Why not, right? And like, like I said, there's many people who watch this on Christmas Eve just as much as, just as much as they do the Rudolph, Frosty, the Grinch, and etc. There's actually, um, I think it was a couple years ago during Christmas, um, the NYPD put out on their Twitter 
on Christmas Eve, wishing our friends and colleagues of the LAPD a safe Christmas Eve. Hashtag Die Hard's a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's funny. But, um... That's... But, um... That's funny. Yeah, but like I said, um, I know some people like Mark are very down-home, die-hard to Christmas movie. And, listen, I think everyone... Like I said, I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Yep. Like, I personally don't think it is. But, you know, if you... Because then... Okay, does that mean all the other movies that take place during Christmas, even though they're not about Christmas, are those considered Christmas movies then? Like, is... Like, you know, I I would like to call those movies, again, alternative Christmas movies. Yeah, I could see that. Like, if you don't want to see... And you want something more... The schmaltzy, you know, Christmas movies. People like something a little, a little more like Die Hard, but that's like, like, let me list you through some movies that are. You tell me if you consider them Christmassy or not. Ready? Batman Returns. Yeah, go ahead. That's a Christmas movie. Batman. No, no, no. It takes place during Christmas. Yeah, that's true. It takes place during Christmas. Um, do you think one of my favorite movies, Gremlins, that takes place during Christmas? Does like again, Gremlins does it kind of goes to the same question? You know, have you ever seen it or no? Which one is it? Gremlins. Yes. Like, you could, but I mean, I mean it's the Billy. You know, Billy's father gives Gizmo to Billy as a Christmas present. But think about it this way: if he gave it to him not as a Christmas present, what if he gave it to him as a birthday present? Mm-hmm. Would the plot of the movie really change? Like, I have to share this. I'm sorry. I, all this diehard talk is making me think of this. Hold on. Uh, this is this is just something, and this is kind of like plugging in our discussion here. But okay. When your kids they ask you to make a, a gingerbread house, so you recreate the final scene from Die Hard. <laughs> That's pretty funny. For those of you who are watching, this is pretty funny. I had to pull this up. I had to re-log into Facebook to find it really quick for all of you. You had to re-log in this to find it. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But that that when you when your kids asked you to for, for gingerbread house, so you find you create recreate the final scene in Die Hard. That's hysterical. I had to share that. So, guys, tell us down below, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Yeah, whether you're live or whether you're remote, uh, whatever you want to do. And, and um, yeah, it's like, I, I don't think there's really a concrete answer to that question, in all honesty. 
No, I mean, because even I Bruce would... Willis said no, it's not a Christmas movie. But the director's saying it, it. Well, like I said, it's turned into a Christmas movie. Yeah, basically. But um, All right, we. I think that one more movie to talk about. Then we got to get the music. Oh my god, it's crazy time here. Okay, so um, okay, what's one more movie you want to talk about? The one that Matt suggested. Oh, Eight Crazy Nights. Like. I've only I've only seen it once. I don't really remember it, but um, I know Adam Sandler does like most of the voices. Yeah, that's a technical foul. Have you ever seen it? No, I I never heard of it until right now. It's it's basically here's the thing. Adam Sandler is basically a degenerate. It's an anime movie. He's basically a degenerate. He gets arrested for drunk driving. Mm-hmm. And instead of sentencing him to jail time, which they should have, they sentenced him to um to being a referee in a youth basketball league. Mm-hmm. And and the ref who is retiring is a guy by the name of Whitey, who was also voiced by Adam Sandler. Okay. Showing him basically just how to be a better person. But I'll be honest, that movie, his voice is absolutely annoying. Adam Sandler, this is Happy Madison Adam Sandler, folks. So this is Adam Sandler. (laughs) Matt, tell us your thoughts on Adam on, on this movie. Have you ever heard of what is it? I the Hanukkah I, Oh, yeah. Put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson. Not a Jew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I have only knew that certain celebrities were Jewish because of that song. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish. Not, Not too, too shabby. Oh, it's so funny. It is. It is hilarious. That song is hilarious. You want to get into it? What the song? Yeah. Or n- think- not. Not just the song, but like the songs. Okay, we could get into Christmas music, but first, guess what? What? I think I got to do a plug of why we're doing this in the first place. Yeah. Remember all the. All the proceeds are going to Toys for Tots, which helps for, you know, unfortunate kids get Christmas presents. And fine, and also for Friends of Jacqueline, which sets up college kids, which sends up college kids with, um, which, which sets up, okay, I'm sorry, which sets up kids with cancer with, with college sports teams. Sorry, I had a bit of a brain fart there. So both links to the organizations are down below. And please, whatever little bit you have, let's donate some money and put some smiles on some kids' faces for Christmas this year. Come on, let's do it. I'm just, I'm just showing everyone the links. This is us live right now. and um, But uh, Toys for Tots is right here. Cancer cancer fundraiser cancer fundraiser is, is the Friends of Jacqueline fundraiser. Yeah, and Friends of link, Jacqueline. 
And the YouTube video that Bill provided is right below it. So you guys can check that out there. So. Yeah, the video, um, uh, let me just give you for those. I interviewed Jacqueline for my podcast back in October. Oh, not October, uh, June. Sorry, my brain is running out right now. But um, I did this back in June. Um, I interviewed her. If you, want, if you guys want to go check it out. Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing it for. Okay, now time to get for something that people love and hate. Christmas music. You ready for this, Bill? Let's talk about this one really quick. Okay. I can share my screen. Ready? Oh, okay. I like this song. I actually really do like the song. I do too. It's, it's been done and done over since then because it came out in 1994. But hey, why not, right? The year I was born. Is this, you're as old as this song. <laughs> I am old as this freaking song. I'm, That's hysterical. I am 26. I will be 27 in March. But anyway, um, yeah, this song I like. I actually really do like this song. And Mariah Carey is still making money off of it. Oh God! Every year, November first, like up oh, time to go find Mariah Carey. Yeah, call me. <laughs> Christmas is you. It's played on like every radio station. It's like the biggest. It's the it's the most played one. You know what? This this one is actually the seventh most played. Oh, the Andy Williams version of "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year." Yeah, it's the seventh most heard Christmas song. Really, the seventh heard. Like popular one that is. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can look it up. What else we got? Oh, th- I like this one. Okay, I, I do actually like this song. I really do. Band-Aid, do they know? Do they know it's, oh, it's Christmas time at all? Do, 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 do. You want to know? Because this is actually a charity single. It was actually for kids in Africa. Yes. Um, But you know what the weird thing is? I really actually do like this song, but <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of the song We Are the World because... We Are the World was actually the response to this song. Was it really? Yeah, that song only came out a few months after this one. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, because if you look at Live Aid back in 1985, this song actually closed the um, the London wing of the, song, of the concert. I didn't know that. It, that was actually the last song they did for the London part, Do They Know It's Christmas, and... We Are the World closed the Philadelphia portion of the show. Wow. Um, but I will say this. Fun fact. Did you know Bob Galdoff? He hates the song. Does he really? Oh, he absolutely freaking hates it. And he wrote it. Why? He just says, oh, my God. Every time I'm in the store getting, getting stuff, I hear this song around Christmas, and it drives me crazy. Oh, I can imagine. Like, I love, I actually really do like this song. It's a good, it's a really good song. And it really, I actually listened to it yesterday. And listen, I hate to get into some personal shit here. Um, this year, as it is for most people, has been really hard on my mental health. Um, yeah. And... I remember, do they know it's Christmas was playing in the car yesterday when we were driving around seeing Christmas lights. The song started playing and I just, 
a big smile just came on my face. Oh. Because I've been having a hard time. I think most people have been getting a hard time getting into the Christmas spirit this year because of, you know, obvious reasons. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, thanks, COVID. <laughs> Every time I say thanks, COVID, folks, take a shot. Okay, so this song, Christmas in Hollis, Queens. You know this one? It's Christmas time in Hollis. In Hollis, Queens. Mama's cooking chicken in color. Oh, and you know what movie that's in? What movie? It's in Die Hard. <laughs> okay, maybe now I'm starting to get on the It's a Christmas movie band. Hey, I told you. I like this one. I, like I actually it. like it too. You know, I met him, right? Wait, you met um DMC. Really? I never I didn't know that. How was he? And where'd yeah. you meet him? At Comic Con. He's a comic book artist now. Nice guy, or very nice. I'll, I'll, I'll keep t- 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 talk about Hollis Queens. I'll pull up a picture for you. Yeah, I've only heard the song a few times, but because you know, I feel like the the Christmas station that by us, and you know what I'm talking about. Oh God, don't even say it. We're not. We don't want to give out the name because we don't want to give away our location. Because, you know, people like Matt might try to find us. I'm just kidding, Matt. I love you, buddy. But um, but um, anyway, um, I feel like with Christmas music, this is more of a broader, this is more of a broader thing. But I feel like we, they always play the same freaking Christmas songs. They do. You don't, you're not alone. They always play All I Want for Christmas is You, which, again, I like that song. But once you hear it 36 times... Yeah, that's a bit much. Um, all I want for Christmas is you, but it's the most wonderful time of the year. Or, you know, they only play like those songs and Gene Autry's version of of Rudolph, Rudolph. and Here Comes Santa Claus. I'll give me a break. Um, it's ridiculous. You never hear like Run DMC up here. No, it's insane. Well, plus we go. live in like the whitest part of the country, so <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. But yeah, um, yeah, I've never really heard that song a lot. Hold on, let me get out of this. I got a radio station, station which names we're not going to give out. That's him, and he's wearing a queen shirt. Because he also you forget that he did stuff with Aerosmith. Yeah, he did. A, he did walk this way. way. Yeah. Yeah. No, he does comic books. He said at the bottom there. Yep. That's his. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was one of the sweetest guys. He seems like a nice dude. He was pretty chill. I, I wanted to go back and see him again the last time Comic Con happened, but I missed him on the wrong day. So he's very nice. But yeah, I, he's like I told him. I said, "Sorry, dude." I hate to burst you, but I'm going to be fanboy around you because I love Run DMC so much. And you guys revolutionized the hip hop genre. And I know you've heard that a ton of times, but I want to say thank you so much for doing so. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. No problem at all. And new music coming out. I'm like, what? Flip <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it out. No, he was great. He was very nice, very down to earth. So He seems like it. Yeah. But he didn't have his glasses on. That's what I you can, can see tell. that. Okay, so what other Christmas songs can we talk about? Uh, what, 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 what are some, like, not... Pl- oh, you know what's... Oh. All right, you know me. 
Okay, what is your most loved Christmas song? Because I got loved. Which song do you personally like? It could be religious, it could be non-religious, whatever. I like "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," and but like the quiet version. The "Have Yourself." Have yourself, but the Michael Bublé version. Oh, I, I like Michael Bublé. Merry Little Christmas. I love him. I want to see him. He's great. Yeah, this is one I, of my. I, this is actually my favorite version of that song. That's actually my really? favorite version of that song. Yep. Really. And you know what my favorite part of that is? What? He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you you better be good for goodness sake. You better be good for goodness sake. Rest in peace, Clarence. We miss you. Um, Rip Clarence Clement. We miss you, Clarence. But yeah, I actually love this. Is my favorite version of the song. Um, you know what's another Christmas song I, I really song. like? Since we're in pop version. Yeah. Um, Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. Oh, you're speaking my language, buddy. I really by the way, I'm gonna just say something. I I was at this show and I know Matt Hempley was gonna be jealous of me, but I'm not gonna play anything loud. I'm gonna show you the video of it though. Really quick, and then I'll get to the little Saint Nick, I swear. Wait, he played Santa Claus is coming to town in August. On August twenty-third. That must have been weird. I didn't care. My dad cared. He's like, This is it right here. Sounds I'm not gonna play the sound of one because you know copywriter would come after me. And then he invites the guy up on stage too. There's a sign request, see? Mm-hmm. Look at that. I witnessed this too. It was great. I'll, I'll do the quick sound. Hold on. Is that crazy or what? <laughs> yes. I saw that live. It was really cool. Well, let's get to it. Little... Saint Nick for the Beach Boys. Run, run, reindeer. This actually, this recharted after 57 years of being released. Really? Not too long ago. Yeah. You know what I also really love about this? Um, there was a commercial that Coca-Cola shows around the holidays. I don't know if you ever saw it. It's um it, it is it is a really cute commercial. It's a bunch of um it's a bunch of polar bears to trying to sleep and then this song is playing a bunch of penguins are partying and they're hearing the song and the polar bears are looking on and one of them like falls through and slides through the party yeah. and all the penguins just stop and they're looking at him like what the hell is he doing here? That's right. I remember that commercial. Yeah. And then the, one of the penguins come over and gives him a coke. Yeah. They and they and he gives it and they drink and he drinks it and then and then the penguin ah, which we start the music and all the polar bears come and they're celebrating together. I love that commercial. Yeah. But um yeah um love that song Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. But you know what probably my one of my uber favorite Christmas song is what. Happy Christmas, the war is over by the late, great John Lennon. 
who we just two weeks ago observed the 40th anniversary of his um of his death. Yeah. I think that song is just really relevant to today. You know, it's another song that he did that's not necessarily a Christmas song, but it kind of goes along with like New Year's Eve and Christmas time. What? Mm. I tend to, like, I, I made a Christmas playlist. I'll talk about it and I'll show it in a second. So all of you can follow it. <laughs> but on Spotify. But this one, um, this is obviously a clear message as well. I, I, it's a little more, a little more on the serious side of things with uh, Santa Claus, uh, not Santa Claus, with um, life. And to me, and they always sing it on New Year's Eve. Yeah, they do. I've noticed that. And, uh, in Times Square, they always do it New Year's Eve. So yeah, like, and they won't be singing it this year, unfortunately, because there will be no people allowed. Well, I mean, though uh, singers not gonna allow like. No, I think they're gonna have it like all virtual though. That's crazy. I have the. You'd hope they'd have something, but oh, Matt's commenting on the chat board when I get to it. It is. Thank you. Little Saint Nick is great too. Um. So I, I just really, yeah, and I think those two songs, "Happy Christmas, War Is Over," and "Imagine," are very relevant to today of what's been going on, and very much so. So, um, yeah, we talked about um. I love that song. What about Step Into Christmas by Elton John? I do like that one as well. Stand That's a very good Christmas. I'm going to make this a little easier for us. Instead of Googling stuff, I could just do this. But you know what I also really love this time of year? What? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I just like... I basically have like the biggest Christmas gasm every time I hear that song. I just love how the I'm like and I just love like when you go like there is actually oh, your Christmas list. Finish up, and then I'll um. Yeah, and then I'll talk. Because about- I remember one time, um, about three years ago, I went to um Foxwoods, the casino, not sponsored, but I went there, and um, um, it was around Christmas time. They had their Christmas tree up, and what they did, they were playing that song, and they had the lights like synchronized to that song. That's so cool. Especially to that one, they had it like synchronized. So this is your Christmas playlist. Yes, everyone. So this is, I'm, I'm glad we finally got to this. So this is my Christmas playlist called, I call it Wonderful Christmas Time. You all should follow it. Um, I'm just saying, because it's not just the classics. It's not just it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's not just uh, all I want for Christmas is you. It's not just Little St. Nick. It's not just Queens. Thank God it's Christmas. It's not just Wonderful Christmas. It's a lot of other Christmassy songs as well. Like the Kinks wrote a song called Father Christmas. Christmas, and it's really great. Um, uh, what else we got here? Uh, Smashing Pumpkins and Bob Dylan. There's other artists that did, you too did a Christmas song. Like there's other Christmas songs out there. And if you want to find them, I was lucky enough to, fortunate enough to make a playlist like this. Uh, if you want, I can leave a link for it in the description of this video that you're watching. So you guys can check it out as well and follow it. And 
hopefully the Christmas spirit will be with you more so than just now. Um, and also, I want to ask you, um, what's your favorite version of like pop song, pop singers singing like, you know, more traditional Christmas songs? I got to look at this because I, I had the answers right in front of me. I just have to see it. Uh, you said pop star? When pop singers sing like more traditional version of Christmas song, like more traditional Christmas songs. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Polar Express soundtrack. I'm trying to think. Probably uh, there's, there's, um, I'll get to it in one second, but I'm going to say, uh, give me two seconds because it's right in front of me. Like I said, I just want to look at it. Uh, and there's other stuff in here I want to point out too. I'm going to say, you know what? There's actually, it's not a cover. It's a brand new song by Megan Trainer. She did a song with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, that new one. Is that great or what? Celebration, holla, holla. That song, I really do like that song, actually. It was really good. Yeah, it's right here. It's uh, Holidays by, by featuring Earthman and Fire. I really, I'm a big, my, call me. <laughs> but, uh, I think um, she's married. She's expecting her first kid soon. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. It's like anyway. him with Megan Trainer, me with Anna Kendrick. Preach it, buddy. Preach it. Um, so, yeah, but like, I just, um... and you know what the funny is? Go on. I, I got to actually pull up something kind of funny. Um, One second. When I... So basically, um, also, also Def Leppard released a Christmas song. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I, I like, you said a pop star? Yeah, by anything, by anything. I like John Legend's "Baby It's Cold Outside" with Kelly Clarkson. Oh God, that version! I do, I do not like, like that version. You're like, God damn it! You know, because <laughs> the thing is, okay, here's the thing. Um, I got I got yeah, I'll fix it in a second, but go on. "Baby It's Cold Outside" uh, was released. Was um a radio station last year pulled the song because um for some of its questionable lyrics and um they released the non-offensive version of the song <laughs> and i'll be honest that song that version jt i know you like it but i'm sorry this is my own opinion i think that version is terrible well, luckily i have a backup one because after you said that i was like wait bill oh, no, if you want to like it go ahead like it i like it but i like it that much um I like Demi Lovato's Call Me. Uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. That's a good one. Oh, you also got Pentatonics on here. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot. Like, you know how long this thing I is? I really actually do like Pentatonics. Yeah. Now, just I'm just letting you all know, this is not just your average Christmas playlist. I want to just make sure everyone knows. There's a lot of other stuff. The Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons Christmas album is in here. The whole thing. Um, the uh, Michael Bublé's Christmas album is in here. All of Elvis Presley's Christmas. Oh, where's it? I added all three albums of a very special Christmas. You see this here, one, two, and three. You know who has a very who does very good Christmas songs? The what? Jackson Five. Yeah, I have some of their stuff in here too. I have mommy. I obviously have mommy kissing Santa Claus, but I have other ones too. Um, and what the funniest thing is, is that song was um, and what's funny is, is because a lot of 
it's because the Jackson family was Jehovah Witnesses and they can't celebrate Christmas and they, they release a Christmas album. Yeah, right. Green Day released a Christmas song. Pearl Jam released a couple of Christmas songs. Um, I don't know, there's uh, a lot. Yeah. So, Chicago Chicago released this Christmas album recently. It took, it took last really? Year. 2019. Yeah, look at that. So there's other Christmas music out there. You just have to get it at the right thing. And I have a lot of them in here. And you know what's the funniest thing about like a lot of Christmas songs? And this is actually true. And Matt and I have had this conversation before. A lot of big time Christmas songs, believe it or not, were written by Jew, by Jewish people. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Johnny Marks, he's Jewish or was Jewish. I don't think he's still with us. Yeah. Um. Um. White Christmas, Irvin Berlin, Jewish. Yeah. I got to tell you about this. See this? Yeah. You know the Beach Boys? You know Brian Wilson? Yeah. You know Mike Love? Yes. Mike Love released his own solo Christmas album with his own original material on it as well um, in 2018. So I put that album right here as well. Hmm. It's got it's like the Celestial Celebration reason for the season it's catchy you know poppy christmas songs but it's by michael it's just it's other things to listen to besides you know band-aids do they know it's christmas not saying there's anything wrong with that but still yeah or winter wonderland by ario speedwagon so yeah you oh and my favorite like more traditional christmas song i think it is little drummer boy yeah i I like as much as I like the, uh, whatchamacallit, the David Bowie, Bing Crosby version, I actually like the version from the Christmas special by the Vienna Boys Choir. I like that version much more. Um, but I like this. This is actually my first exposure to Christmas music. Harry Connick. I like Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, but this album in particular. You know, yeah. You know, now that we talk about Christmas songs that we like, guess what it's time for? Oh, boy. Christmas songs that we think are overplayed or Christmas songs that we, every time we hear them, we want to throw something through the window. Uh, so what, what do I want to point out to you right now? Do I want to point out to you? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Frosty the Snowman or Blue Christmas or it's the most wonderful time of the year. There's three right there. You want me to go on? What, you think those are the most overplayed or you think you hate those songs? I'm a little confused. Overplayed. I, I'm not saying I don't hate them, but like overplayed. Like, look, uh, this, I, I agree. This, this. I agree. The holiday season, go holiday kill yourself. I also, the most. Yeah, I think those songs can get overplayed. And as much as I like it, I think all I want for Christmas is you is overplayed. It is. And I like the song. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it's overplayed. I like it, but I, I, I can't listen to it all the time. I think Jingle Bell Rock is a little overplayed, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah I mean. And I also think what you. Oh no, that way. Did you, did you did you say Jingle Bell Rock? I think it can. Yeah, I I think it can be a little. I think kill me. All right, like that. I, it's just overplayed. So. I will much. say this. I like the Hall and Oaks version better. I like the Hall and Oaks version. I do too. Rocking on the Christmas tree. That's another one. Um, what else? I like it, but it's just like I think is, and I've been hearing this a lot lately. And as much as I love the special, I think you're a mean one, Mister Grinch. Kids a little overplayed. Not a lot, but a little. Bit. Oh, Santa baby, yeah. don't get me started on that. 
One of my good buddies actually did a whole rant on that song. My good friend Mike Barone did a whole rant on that song. Really? Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I think a lot of us, yeah, I think those, um, the, yeah, I think those songs are overplayed. But now, what Christmas song do you absolutely hate? This one, hold on. Can I say the Justin Bieber one? Mistletoe? No, no, Justin Bieber's uh, featuring Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, God, that's a thing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to tell you that. (laughs) Oh, God, a few minutes ago, I was living in blissful ignorance of that, and now I know that exists. Wait, hold on. Uh, You said overplayed? Overplayed or most hated? Okay, most hated is probably this one. Really? You hate I, most wonderful time of the year? It's because it's overplayed. Okay, okay, JT, hated and overplayed are two totally different things. You can right. hate a song because it's overplayed, but... I hate it because it's overplayed. Okay. I like, I like the song, but I don't like the song anymore because it's overplayed all the time. Whereas something like this one, whereas something like Believe from like the... the we talked about this before. I really like Believe, actually. The Polar Express soundtrack... The Believe uh, uh, Josh Groban thing. Uh, that That's better, in my opinion. It is. It's not, that, it's not played that often. Huh. You, you know what? Um, you know what? You know what? I'm going to pull up something. I, I might have to share something soon, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. And then we let me know when you're ready to wrap up. Just... Yeah, well, I think this is going to be our last thing, so. Yeah. Anyways, everyone, I'll I'll leave a link for this in the description of the video so you guys can check it out. It's 23 hours long, uh, but it's enough to get you through the holidays. It's, like, basically enough. It's basically one hour less than a. Full day. Than the the 24 hours of Christmas. (laughs) You're right. Of a Christmas story. Um, Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what song I think is overplayed, but I do, I really don't hate it. What? Last Christmas by Wham. I didn't even talk about that. That's pretty overplayed too. Um, I think that song is a little overplayed. Um, it's also covered a lot too. Yeah, the Taylor Swift version I don't think is that bad, but that's not. Okay, here are the most hated Christmas songs. I'm gonna have you to share the share? screen. Go ahead. Okay, we're going to start from the bottom. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I can see why people hate it. It's kind of hated. Yes, we know you want a hippopotamus for Christmas. The 12 pains of Christmas. I thought that was funny. I Sending actually... Christmas cards. Hangovers. In-laws. Hey. Five months of bills. Five months of bills. Oh, like here's, I actually got a funny story. It was our friend Mark, my friend Mark, who was, um, who was commenting earlier. Um, yeah. Who was commenting earlier. Um, he actually had this story and I said, I'd tell it on air. Um, he used to work in a drugstore. Okay. 
And on Christmas Eve, all day, they played um, Christmas music. Oh, God. And every 45 minutes, the 12 days of Christmas, the Muppet version came on. Really? And every 45 minutes, that song was playing. And then there's, there's the part where Miss Piggy goes, five gold rings. Ba-dum-bum. Every time that part goes, the whole story goes, ba-dum-bump. And he goes, I wanted to freaking shoot myself every time. So that's why, to this day, he hates the Muppet version of the of the 12 Days of Christmas because of that. I like the 12 Pains version. It's pretty funny. Five months of bills and finding a Christmas tree. Okay, number 13, The Little Drummer Boy, that version. Um, it's a, apparently it's a spoof. They find a gloomy and pompous. Oh, screw you. <laughs> um, Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill from the Grinch. Um, I actually don't think it's that bad. And oh. I actually think it's, I don't think it's the best, but I think it's okay. Um, Please, Daddy, don't get drunk on Chris. Oh, that's a cheerful thought. <laughs> Okay, um people hate rocking around the Christmas tree. My grandmother does. I actually don't I okay, I will admit I think that song is overplayed. I'll admit I think it's overplayed, but I don't hate it. Okay, number nine. Oh, the Christmas shoes. Ouch. Oh boy, you know you you've heard this song? I've heard of it, yeah. It's a song that is like I'm surprised this isn't this isn't number one in all honesty, huh? Because a lot of people hate this song. Me, I'm kind of on the fence. Um, I can see why people hate it. Here's the plot of the song. It's about a guy who's standing in line on Christmas Eve, who's just not in a not in the Christmas spirit, and in front of him is this little boy. Who's trying to buy these pair of shoes for his mom who's dying? Fa la 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 la. Dance the season two. Be jolly. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, he doesn't have enough money to buy the shoes. He doesn't know what to do. And the end of the song, the man pays for the shoes for Emma. Okay. And you know, there is this one part of the song that I do like. It's the number one song going. So I laid the money down. I knew I had to help him out. And and he thanked me and ran out. And all of a sudden, that little boy reminded me what Christmas is all about. So, yeah, I can see why people hate it, because it is sappy. Yeah. It's like those chain emails, your relatives. Yeah, I'm that old, folks, when chain emails were still a thing. <laughs> okay, number eight. What? What? Wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. That's a joke. Oh God! Whoever wrote this le- this list, we don't like you. Yeah, I actually like that song. Number seven is "Baby It's Cold Outside." We already went on a huge tangent about that. We don't need to go back. Santa baby, that too. Yeah. Stop sexualizing Santa. What? Number five was "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus." Oh my God. Sexualizing Santa is not good for children. Remember that, folks. And number four, 
Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Why is that number one? What, what, why is it four? It should be number one. Oh, you hate that song too? Okay, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's it's a song about Grandma getting run over and getting killed, and they make it sound like Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> There's actually a Christmas special about that. It's like a, it's around cartoon. You uh, you've seen it? Depressing. I actually don't think it's that bad, but That's I hate the song. I really do. Number three, Dominic oh. the Donkey. Jiggity jig. I know a lot of kids in Italian households. Like, this is like a staple of it. Yeah. Number two, uh, the Chipmunk song. No shit. Now, now let me tell you a fun story here. When I was a kid... um. Okay, for those of you who don't know, I'm on the autism spectrum and I have sensory issues. So certain sounds would bother me. The chipmunks when I was a kid, because of their high-pitched voices, would bother the hell out of me. So I could not listen to the chipmunk song. God. Like I like when I was a little kid, because their voices like just grated on me. I could not listen to them. Yeah. Now I can tolerate the voices, but this song is a little cheesy. And number one is Last Christmas by... Why is that song on the list? I like that song. It's not bad. I will admit, I think it's a little overplayed, but... George Michael could have been any gayer in it. <laughs> hey, watch it. Sorry, I'm just saying. Uh, that was no offense to our LGBT fans. I just... love the LGBTQ community. But... Yeah, and you know what the ironic thing is? George Michael died on Christmas, and the headline, I think it was in the New York Times, the New York Post, was was his last Christmas. That was pretty funny. That's clever. But yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, those are the most hated Christmas songs. Any any thoughts on that? I think so. It could be taken off. The, the... I'm not sure which ones you could take off, but you could take off some of them. Last Christmas, I think you could take off. Probably wonderful Christmas time, too. Yeah. Grandma got run over by a reindeer should be number one. Should be like, I'm yeah. actually being too nice to Christmas shoes. I think it could be num- maybe number two or three. But <laughs> Grandma got run over should be number one. That song's just annoying. Grandma yeah. got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anything else or is that it? I think we're good. Okay, uh, guys. Well, I just want to say, can you also make me host again? Sorry. Well, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed the um, two and a half hours we've been here. Yeah, we've been going for like two and a half hours. Yeah, so this was longer than our Marvel special we did with Justin last week. I know, just the two of us talking about Christmas. This was great. <laughs> yeah, but guys, we hope you enjoyed. Again, once again, please, the links are going to be there after this wraps up. Donate to Toys for Tots, help kids are unfortunate, and please donate to Friends of Jacqueline. Please Great do. organization. So let's put again. I know you, I've said this like thirty times, but let's put let's put a smile on some kids' faces this Christmas, please. It's Seriously. been a tough year for all of us, and you know what? Let's give them some joy. And um, we hope you enjoyed this, folks. And guess what? Your Christmas gift—you get to see us again tomorrow. Woo-hoo! So excited! And you're yeah. probably all thinking, "Oh shit! I just want to blow my brains out. I got to see these two again." Oh god, not these two idiots. And we'll be talking about all things Star Wars. And maybe we'll get Justin back. 
If we can, who knows? <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot him a text. See what we can do. All right, guys. So we hope you enjoyed this Christmas special. Yes, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this enormous Christmas special. We're going to have to do one next year as well. Um, hopefully we'll do it in person instead of over, over Zoom for COVID and whatnot. But seriously, guys, thank you so much for letting us be a part of your evening and uh, have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And remember, stay strong, stay safe, and be awesome. We'll see yeah. you guys Merry next. Christmas, guys. We will see you. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow, everyone.